Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1 866 826 1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, the place where we try to help all of you, if you're looking for employment, to find employment doing what you enjoy doing. That's what this show is all about. I'm here tonight with my trusty engineer, Mr. Matt. Matt's the guy that makes everything look good. And Matt, how you doing this evening? I'm doing fantastic, Mr. Gene. How about yourself, sir? I'm doing okay. All right. Looks like we have a slightly emptier studio compared to last hour. Yeah, that, that's the way it works sometimes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, but that's the nature of the business. Don't worry. You have you have the two of us for the next hour to help you get employed. <laughs> I got you. All right. But... For those of you not familiar with the show, we have a couple of clips that we're going to play for you. And Mr. Matt, if you got them, let them go. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas. It's to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. You are welcome to watch me do the show. And simply by going out to our Tantalk radio network, which is Tantalk1340.com, you can find that, find Opportunity Hour, and you'll find me. But I suggest that you watch me to do the show because this show is all about finding enjoyable employment instead of a job. And the reason I say that is because I want you to see me. Because you have counselors, career coaches, HR individuals, and many others that are telling our most experienced workers that help make this country not to put stuff on your resume because it's going to date your age. As if we're not going to see you when you show up. And so I want you to see me to do the show. You just got you here in my background. And I want you to see me. I want you to look at me, my scars, bumps, my color, 
my hair is beginning to thin out, all that sort of stuff. I want you to look at me because I know we see you coming, we see you going, we see your front side, back side. We see all of you before you get a chance to open up your mouth. But more than that, I want you to get paid for your level of experience. I want you to get paid for those years. But also for you entry-level workers, I want you to know you count. And so I want you to know that we see you. Can't really hide anything. Yes, we do see you. I stress this on all shows, or most shows, because I want you to know that you cannot see you. And I want you to know how we see all of you, but more so how we choose you or how we don't choose you. But I want to focus on how we choose you, because for those of you that are looking for employment, hopefully I would like to make sure that you find employment doing something you would like to do. However, today's show, I'm going to explain why you should find something that you like to do. And so that, so that you benefit, and so doesn't your employer. But if you are trying to do that, you got to understand the bigger, the, the reason why it's so important to do what you want to do. And I'm going to tell you a secret. You do what you want to do all the time. And it should not be a secret. You should be telling people what you like doing since you do what you like doing all the time. Now, obviously there are times when you don't do what you like to do, which means you're doing something that you don't want to do. And if you're doing something that you don't want to do, you cannot do it well. Just want you to think about that. You cannot do it well. So I want to tell you how you can recognize what it is that you do and how you can do that, but more so because I want you to help increase the productivity and morale of our workforce. And so tonight I'm going to talk to you about what happens when you or individuals like you take a job just because it's a job and you really don't want to do it, I'm going to give you the big reason because it's not so much for you, but I'm going to give you just some thoughts on how your employer is hurting. And if the employer is hurting, then they can't give you promotions and raises and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so I'm going to share some ways that you can get what you want and they can get what they want. And the reality is, is that I just got to telling you what it was. It's recognizing the things that you like doing. Anyway, so I'm going to be talking about that tonight. I talk about diff- different, pe- different pieces of it on most shows, but I'm going to talk more about that in terms of understanding why it's so important to find something that you enjoy doing. And the bottom line is you don't have to find it. You just need to find the right name that it's called because you're already doing it. Maybe it's as simple as knowing what it is that you're doing and how you can tell other people what you're doing. But when you can tell them how you do it, that's what's going to make the difference. That's what's going to separate you from all the others because there's no other you on this planet, which means the way you do things is the way you do them. doesn't mean the other people do them that way. We're all unique. And the worst thing you can do 
is let other people put you in the bucket with everybody else and not know your uniqueness. But it's even worser if you don't recognize yourself as being unique and trying to be like the others because when you're unique, you're unique. So that's, that's, that's the important part about it is to understand we're all unique. And I want your uniqueness to, it does stand out anyway. I want you to recognize how to use it. Tonight I'm going to talk to you about that, but I'm also going to talk about the employer side so that you could find something that works for both you and the employer. But I'm saying that you could find it for the rest of your working life because hopefully it involves growth, it involves changing jobs, it involves raises, and it involves higher level positions. But it also involves you telling the others in order to help them by recognizing the people who have helped you. Anyway, so it's just, it's something to think about, but I'd like to have you just think about that because I'm gonna give you some, I'm going to give you some tips on how you can help the workforce if you're looking for employment, how you can do it. Not waiting for them, but I'm going to give you some tips on how you could do it. I'm going to tell you what to look for and how to look for it in order for you to help improve the workforce as well as improve what you really want, which is something that you like doing, and the outcome, which is probably more money and more advancement. But we're gonna we're gonna take a short break. So you hear something, hear something from our sponsors. But you listen to myself, Gene Hodge here talking about ways to help find what you enjoy doing. But we'll be right back with a little bit more. Employers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Are you struggling to find ways to increase your low productivity and morale? We train employers on how to improve employee productivity and morale, saving you huge sums of dollars that you're currently spending on training, retraining, grievances, turnover, and lawsuits. If you have this concern, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. And the subject line, put employer. Again, that's T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. This portion of Employment Opportunity Hour is brought to you by Web Dynamics for You. Need a website? Web Dynamics for You are professional web designers who can handle all of your web services. Check them out at the website www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Or call them at 1 866 530 2135. Again, the website is www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Mention that you heard of them at the Employment Opportunity Hour and get a 10% discount. If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there. Just click and listen. internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again.
for a living, which is what most of you do, or many of you do. And I'm trying my best to get you to recognize you could be enjoying yourself for a living and getting paid. And that's what this show's all about. It's about how to create the opportunity, find the opportunities. But, but, but I'm going to say something that I really haven't said in a while. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of turn it around. The, re the reason that I am stressing so much in getting you to recognize how to use what you know and get paid for it is because you use it anyway. Okay? Now, that, that leads to a formula that I'm going to give you. I give this out on most shows. It's what I call the formula to enjoyable employment. Okay, and here it is. The first thing to do is write down five to ten things. Become aware of Write down five or ten things that you that you enjoy doing. The five to ten things that things that you know how to do, and five to ten things on thing that you love doing. Okay, love doing means you really love it. What you know how to do means you know how to do it, but you don't love it. And what you enjoy doing is things that make you productive. Okay, so it's very important to recognize the things that you're motivated to do because that's where the productivity is. Now, here's the reason why, and I haven't, I haven't put this in the forefront, but I'm going to put it down. Most, most, most workers go to work, most workers search for a job. Most individuals that are unemployed, they search for jobs on the internet using AI and all that sort of stuff. I'm going to suggest that if possible, you do all of what you can do in person first. That's, that's my suggestion. Do all of what you think that you can do, do it first. Which means getting in front of people. Okay, now here's the reason why. Okay. As an individual, you may not understand. As an individual looking for employment, you may not understand. Or maybe, maybe you do understand. But here, here's the reason why I'm saying all of this. Okay? When it comes to employers, those are the people who hire you. Okay? Your employer is the individual who hires you. Hopefully none of you let a robot hire you because we're moving to that very quickly. A robot cannot see you, cannot feel your feelings, only another human can. But here's the problem. When we, when we put all the individuals together who want to work, then we create what's called a workforce. And a workforce produces results for their employers. However, according to a Gallup poll put out in Inc. magazine, it says over $500 billion are spent annually and employers struggle with how to increase low employee productivity and morale. Okay? Your employer, you work for a big company, a lot of you want to work for a big company, that person pays you, and the person pays some of you 
a good salary. Some of you are getting the money you want, and some of you want to make even more money. Well, one of the things about money, it cannot improve productivity. The employers know that because the amount of money they're paying you, they're still spending $500 billion a year trying to get you to do more work. We're trying to get you to increase your productivity and morale. So, so I mean, so, so I like to just see that that's, that's the problem that our workforce faces. And it's not just in this country. Several other countries on the planet are going through the same thing because people want jobs, but it doesn't mean that they want to do whatever it is that you want them to do. We see your performance. That's what we all see. Now, so if I go back to my formula for finding and finding enjoyable employment, the first thing to become aware of who you are is all the things that you like doing, you do them anyway. You've always been attracted to do what you enjoy. You've always slacked off doing things that you don't want to do. It's what humans do. Okay? I won't say it's wrong. It's what humans what humans do. We pretend to be somebody that we aren't. Many, and many of you are doing that, and you get hired only to find out that we're paying you what you wanted in many cases, but you're not giving us or the employers what we thought you were going to give us. Okay, so when you add all that up, $500 billion a year for the people that are currently working, it doesn't count the people that are unemployed or looking for work. That's all the people that are currently working. There are many reasons, but we're not going to go into all those reasons tonight. But if I go back to that formula that I just got you mentioning, that the formula become aware of self. I asked you to write down five things in three categories. What you like doing, enjoy doing, and love doing. And which means you should have 15 different things. Things that you know how to do, but you don't like to do it, but things that you know how to do. But if you wrote those down and looked at what you wrote down, see if you can take many of those words and see if you could find a way to put those into a sentence or a paragraph whereby you could introduce yourself to somebody. Okay, an example might be, hey, my name is Gene Hodge. I enjoy traveling, running, talking, and, and meeting people. Something like that. Now, if you notice, I didn't mention no job title. I mentioned what I like doing. The listener, however, may be looking for somebody to do those things because they're looking for somebody that we can hire to do certain functions that make up jobs because we make them up. We can't see what level of experience or expertise you have. However, you could help the employer by telling, the, by you recognizing what motivates you, what you like doing, instead of just doing something. Because the employer knows how much money they're paying you. They also know how much output they're not getting from what we expected. But anyway, so I'm giving you the formula. First thing to do is you know, self-awareness, 
based on what you wrote down, let's see if you can put it together in some sort of a, in, of a sentence or paragraph whereby you could introduce yourself anywhere between 30 and 90 seconds. I'm going to suggest go for 90 because I want you to feel comfortable telling people who you are. And anybody that doesn't want to hear who you are, they don't want to know you. I can almost guarantee most employers who are people-oriented want to hear your background. Now, that's part of the formula. The other part of the formula is understanding networking. That's who knows who that knows who that knows who. And I'm going to suggest everybody you meet knows somebody else. And everybody, if you tell the same story, then everybody else is going to know your same story. And people will run into other people looking for people like you because they know your story. Now, the difference is, is that somebody knows you as the contact. But if you could do that and understand networking, then I'm going to say that you can find enjoyable employment throughout your working career because you're willing to tell people what you know how to do and what you like doing, and we can come up with job titles because job titles change every day. And humans make up titles. And right now, as we move into the next year, with the evolution that's happened with with technology and AI, then many, many, many jobs are going to, job titles are going to change. And so I'm going to suggest that if job titles change, if you don't know anything about the title, then you may, then you're going to need to know how to read the job description. And the job description tells what it is we're looking for somebody to do. By you focusing on what you know how to do, enjoy doing, that'll give you an idea whether you're a match. That's all. Because they're your words and using that, that describe what turns you on and what you like doing. It's your job to tell people what you've done. It's not your job to tell people how you can do the job they want. Because if you, if you can do the job already, most likely, you, most likely you will not get that job if you can do it already. Okay, so like that, you think about that. Don't tell anybody you can do the job already because you haven't ever been there. It's one of the worst mistakes a lot of people make. They say, I can do this, and we know you've never worked in our place because in our place we do it this way and so you want you want you want to tell people what you've done someplace else and you want them to choose you to do it for you which is totally different than you telling them what you can do for do they know you've never worked there before to tell somebody that you can do this already is one of the biggest mistakes many people make which leads to the problem that I just got you telling you about that the employers are spending over $500 billion a year trying to increase the productivity of the workers that are already there. Somebody had to hire you. 
which means you probably pretended to be somebody that you weren't. But we know that you couldn't do what we thought you were going to do, and it's costing the employer money that they could be given to you if you were productive. Just want you to think about that. But I'm going to give you... We're going to take a short break so you hear something from our sponsor. You listen to myself, Gene Hodge, here talking about ways, talking about ways for you to get what you want. And I'm going to give you some tips on how you can do it, and we'll be right back. Job Seekers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Would you like to have a job that you enjoy or do you want to settle for something that you don't want to do? We train job seekers to find enjoyable and compatible jobs so that you're motivated and enjoy doing and, in most cases, being paid competitive salaries. If you are, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. In the subject line, put Job Seeker. And I will get back to you and hopefully to help you find something that you enjoy. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Job Seekers, now you can access Gene's articles revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment, especially for experienced workers. His free articles titled, Layoffs Present Opportunity to Find Enjoyable Employment, Is There Really Job Training Available for You?, How to Find a Fit in the New Job Market, and Innovative Job Training Program, A Collaborative Model. To see Gene's articles, go to LinkedIn.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for articles, and choose an article. That's at LinkedIn.com. Or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Resources tab, and choose an article. That's at HodgePodgeTraining.com. They say you can do what you want to do, be who you want to be. I kind of wonder about that sometimes because some of you are not being who we thought you were going to be. I'm talking tonight about ways that job seekers can understand the reason it's so important to find employment doing what you enjoy doing because the employer is spending lots of money trying to motivate you because what we thought you were going to be doing, you aren't doing. Their employees aren't as productive and the morale isn't as great as they thought. 
and it makes up our entire workforce. So you, anyway, so those of you that are working, you, it's not just you. It's an entire workforce whereby the CEOs of the major companies, they know that there's a major problem with all the technology that they have, with all the technology that you think that you have. There's a huge problem that they know about because it's more than you. It's so many others. Anyway, so I'm trying to get you to understand how you can find employment doing what it is that you would like. But, and I mean, so I gave out a formula, but now I'm going to get to a point. I'm going to give you some tips on what you can do about it, whether you're working or not. But what you can do about it in order to do what you want and get paid, but also understand the bigger picture of how, how so many of you are doing work that you don't want to do, which means there's no way you can be productive. But here's some tips I'm going to give you. If you've had a job, first thing you do is to think of when did you start that job. If you haven't had a job before, I'm going to suggest that, that that may be one of the greatest things that you can do. Think about what you would like to do. Think about what you know how to do. And start telling people what you know how to do and what you would like to do because they could use what you already know how to do and they could offer little pieces that allow you to learn a little more so that you learn to do more and like more, which is to your advantage. But if you've had jobs before, I'd like to have you think of the different jobs that you've had before. One, two, three, five, ten. It doesn't matter. What matters is can you think of the one, two, three, five, or ten jobs that you've had? Because if you can, I'm going to suggest for each one, whether it's one job or ten, write down what did you do for all of the jobs. I want you to write it down. In other words, get it out of your head to realize what it is that you did. I'll give you a little secret. I'm doing this show right now. But what I'm doing is I'm speaking. I'm talking. I'm watching the clock. I have to have my materials set up. I have to have, to have to have something to follow. I have an engineer that kind of points out things when time is time to go on to something. But, but, but that's what I'm doing now. I've been doing work like this for 30 or 40 years. And so I'd like to have you think of you job seekers out there. What did you do at each of those jobs? Okay. See if you can write down five to ten things that you did at each job. If you can do that, I'm going to suggest that, that you're going to discover something if you're willing to do it. Okay. What you're going to discover is how much you know how to do based on your age. What you're going to discover is what you don't know how to do yet. You're also going to do to discover what you like doing and you're going to discover what you didn't like and it's all written down. Now, if you don't like writing, then record yourself doing each of those jobs so you come out with a list of things that you did. 
Okay? Just things that you did. I didn't suggest what you liked doing or what you didn't like. I said, just write down what did you do. Because having a knowledge of what you did gives you the knowledge to tell others what did you do. Okay, do equates to performance. We can't see how well you did it, but I can guarantee by the way you describe what you did, we can think of how well you did it. And the reason you can't is because you're the doer. It doesn't matter what you think. If you think it's well, but we don't think so, then it's not good enough. But you need to have something that you can say, this is what you did. Okay? Now, that leads to the next thing. For any job, including your first job, is to recognize why are you there? Okay, why are you there? Why did we hire you? Now, I can guarantee go to a lot of the places you'd like to work, go to a lot of the places that you go to buy cars and food and all that kind of stuff. Look at how those people work. The question is, do you think they know why they're there? Or are they doing other things and you wonder why are they there? I'd like to have you just think about that. Because I want you to think about why are you there? I'm going to tell you a little story very quickly. I, I had a so-called professional job. I'm going to use the word so-called because... Professional jobs is based on what you think professional jobs are. I got hired to do some things in the technology field. Just what I did. However, I used to go to work in a red suit, in a brown suit, in a green suit. And the place I worked at, that that was like a standout to everybody because all the... All of the IBMers and computer people, which is where I kind of worked there, they all had black suits and white shirts and ties. Okay, here comes Gene Hodge with some platform shoes and a red suit and a green suit and a brown suit. Well, my question is, was this during the 70s or is this more recent? Oh, this was a long time ago. Uh, that's what I mean. Was like, was this okay. back? In, was this back in when red suits and green suits were fashionable, or was no, this? No, it's just what. <laughs> they're still fashionable now. I'm. Yeah, no, true, but it's like, was this more of a trend back then, or were you trying to separate no. yourself from the noise? No, I'm saying I did not know what to wear to work. Okay. That's why I said, when you go to some of these places, look at why are you there in the first place? Now, if you now right now, right now, if you're into it, every if you're into the politics, which thankfully I am not. Whenever you watch TV and they show you all the people that are involved in politics, all of them got on white shirts and ties, getting dark suits. Because there's no green, brown, and all that sort of stuff. They all got dark shirts, white, white shirts and ties. That fits the job that they do. Okay, so it's important for you to know what is the dress, something as simple as what is the dress for this type of job. Yeah, that has nothing to do with the behavior. Because the behaviors are what the customers don't like. And in many cases, your employers don't like. Because nobody told you how to go to work. 
and I can't speak for you. Nobody told me how to go to work. I got pulled aside. And somebody asked me, why was I there? And I told them why I was there. My response was, or their response was, looking the way you look. And I said, I, I said, look like what? And it was pointed out, you got on a green suit, everybody else got on dark suits. I'd be like, so what? I'm here you to know? do my job. It shouldn't matter what I'm dressed like. Right, but see, humans think tons of things about other humans. You do it too. And so it's very important to know why are you there? Because you can go so many places, people have no idea how to represent their employer. I didn't know. And so nowadays, who teaches you how to understand that you have a job that represents this company? But that's a question I feel doesn't get asked mm -hmm. often enough during job interviews is what is an appropriate dress code for coming into work every day? Is it suit and tie? Is it jeans and a nice looking shirt? Can I come in wearing t-shirts and shorts? Right, nobody, nobody bothers to tell us that right, right, until which, like we show up. Which means, which, right, which means you're not asking. And you may be correct. Nobody's telling you because uh, maybe they don't even look the part, playing the part that they're being paid to teach you. And I make I make sure in every job interview I've had over mm -hmm. the last twenty years since I got out, of, or ten years rather since I got out of college, is what's appropriate dress code for the office? Because I don't want to come into a job where I'm supposed to be in a shirt and tie, and I walk in wearing jeans and a polo. I don't want to look out of place. I'm like, kind of give me a general idea here of what I'm supposed to walk into. Mm -hmm. Imagine how many don't even know how to say that. Because they'll back up what I started to show out with. The employers, the CEOs, they're spending $500 billion a year trying to motivate their current employees because of lack of productivity and morale. So you're not alone of not knowing. There's an entire workforce that doesn't know either. But I'm saying for you, it's important to know what did you do in your past jobs? In other words, why were you there? Okay, were you there to entertain the customer? Were you there to entertain the other workers? Were you there to work? Because some people don't know why they're there. They bring their habits into the company and nobody tells them it doesn't fit there. And they don't know it doesn't fit there either. And so, so it's important for you to know why are you there? And it, the answer, you're there to produce something for somebody else. Anyway, so I'd like to have you think about that. But, but, but the tip is, look, look back at your background, at the companies that you work for, the jobs that you've had, and why were you there in the first place? And if you said, I just needed a job, I can guarantee you, you could not have done that job well. If you didn't fit the role, you probably could not get a raise or a promotion. And nobody tells you. Think of all the people you know that may have been in the same job for five, ten years, almost making the same pay other than the, the, the cost of living adjustments. But think of growth. Did you go from worker to supervisor, supervisor to manager, manager to director? Or are you still the worker? I mean, so I'd like to have you think about, it's not your fault, but why are you there in the first place? I mean, so I'd like to have you think about it, but I'm, 
it's time that we go to a break, but you are there to produce something that we need. Well, we'll be right back and I'll share a little bit more. Job seekers, are you unemployed and ready to go back to work? Did you know that now you can get Gene's books revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment? Each book shows you how to develop a resume and cover letter using your life experiences. You will receive step-by-step instructions on the content, its rationale, and its importance for each book. His books are available in soft copy and digital formats on Amazon.com and HodgePodgeTraining.com. Eugene Hodge, an employment training consultant, has helped thousands of job seekers to find enjoyable employment at competitive wages using an innovative process by matching your needs with employer needs. The books are Resume, What's Its Purpose? and Cover Letter, What's Its Purpose? To get Gene's books, go to Amazon.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for his books, choose a book, or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Shop tab, choose books in a single or bundled format. Coming soon, books in Spanish, Creole, and French format, all at HodgePodgeTraining.com. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, The number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there. Just click and listen. internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again. I don't know how I know, but I'm gonna find my purpose. I don't know where I'm gonna look. Look here. Look here to find that purpose. You gotta find out. I believe I know what it is. It's all the things that you find yourself doing when you aren't working, unless you have an enjoyable job. There's a purpose behind all of what you enjoy doing. We're just trying to help you to recognize it and how to use it so that you can get paid doing the types of things that you are doing. (laughs) I'm giving out some tips on how you can 
help increase productivity and morale of our workforce by doing what you do and being paid. Because the bigger picture in Inc. Magazine, go check it out for yourself, it says based on a Gallup poll that employers, those are the CEOs, the people who run these corporations and companies and all that sort of stuff, they're spending over $500 billion a year trying to find ways to increase productivity and morale of their current workforce. Those are the people that got jobs. They're trying to find ways of getting more out of them because what they said that they were going to be able to do, what the individuals said, they're not able to do it. And so the morale isn't that great. It doesn't matter what size corporation or company, the morale is not great. And the CEOs, the leaders know that. And the productivity is not that great. And so they find out that it's not, money's not a motivator, no matter how much you say it is for you. When you add a workforce of 300 million people or something like that, then as a group, they're not giving what we thought they were going to give. Anyway, so I'm giving out some tips to help you help help you to increase your productivity in the workplace so that it works for you, and I've gone through two already. The first was, what did you do? And I suggested that you look at all the jobs that you've done and really write down what did you do in that job. I could try to think of as much of things that you could do, including watering the plants or getting the coffee if that's what you did. The second thing was, why are you there? In other words, somebody's hired you, but why did they hire you? What are you there for? Because not understanding why you're there means you are doing something that we didn't think that you were gonna be doing, but it doesn't fit the reason that we thought that, that you had. Okay, so you need to think of why are you there? You're there to produce some results. That's why you're there. Or just in case you didn't know that. Anyway, the third thing is, is in knowing what you do, once you discover how much you know how to do, that, that who do you want to be? I want you to think about that you, if you have a job or you've had several jobs, you've written down all the things that you know how to do, the things that you like doing, the things that you enjoy doing, so you have a good assessment of what you know how to do. But that leads to the next thing is, who would you like to be? With all of that knowledge of who you are, what you know how to do, what you enjoy doing, who would you like to be? And hopefully it's somebody more than who you are now. Like everything, who would you like to be? Because I'm asking, who would you like to be? Because that leads to the types of jobs that you might be looking at or how you're going about getting. So you can be you. I'm being me right now on this radio station. I'm showing you my expressions. I'm telling you my thoughts. You may hear my speech sputter every now and then. I'm doing what I want to do because I want to be the one that shares a different way of looking at productivity and morale for you that can be used in the workplace. And I say for you because you want to use what you like doing all the time and you do use what you like doing all the time. In most cases, you're not working. 
you're relaxing because the job you got you don't like in the first place. But there's a way to combine what you know how to do it, what you enjoy doing, and that's why I'm here. I'll give you some tips on that. Anyway, so once you have that, that leads to the next, the next big thought. What else would you like to do? You know what you know how to do. You know what you like doing. You know the places you've worked. What else would you like to do? I'm going to suggest that you must be able to write it down so you can look at what else you would like to do. Never, never, never write down a job title. Write down what else you would like to do. Think of all those things you do when you go home. You could be being paid to do that. Others are. What else would you like to do? And more so, since you're at a company, if you're, if you're working already, what else would you like to do in that company? And the reason I want you to think about that is because your company has openings. The company has promotions. The country... The company has a layer of different job titles. They have layers. Team leader, supervisor, director, manager, vice president, assistant manager. They have a ton of titles. What else would you like to do in that company? I'd like to have you really think about what else would you like to do, but you got to be able to write it down and, and you got to be able to tell people what else you would like to do in that company. Now, once you recognize that, then you can go to another company and say what you'd like to do. But if you're telling people what you'd like to do, I'm going to suggest that many of those people will open doors for you based on what you told them before through association by being referred, which is totally different than looking for a job all by yourself, which is what so many of you do. do. But anyway, so, then the last thing is, if, if, if you could do it your way, what type of job would you like to have? I did not say what title. What type of job would you like to have? I'd like to have you think of what would you like to do that you would call a job and get paid. Think of what level you would like to have. Because you've got to be able to tell people where you want to go. Most of them are going to ask you where do you want to go, who do you want to be. One of the worst things you can do <coughs> is tell somebody this is all you want to do. I want a job. This is all I want to do because I need a job. Most likely you won't get hired. They're looking for people who want to go someplace else, be someplace else, because that's how people get promoted and transferred and move. Looking for people who have bigger vision of themselves, of doing something, and, and you want to gain this skill, this ability along the way. Think about that, because... How much knowledge would you gain and be able to pass back to others that are trying to do it if you don't have it for yourself in order to understand the growth process? Anyway, but I'd like to have you just think about that uh, in terms of what, what you'd like to do. And the last thing is, what support do you need? 
You need to identify what do you think you need because we know what you might need. And in some cases, you want to ask us what we think you need, and the only thing you owe us is a thank you. Nothing to defend, but thank you because we're the ones who see you in the first place. Anyways, I'd like to have you just think about that, but those are some tips that will help you to move to become a part of the workforce that helps it to function by increasing your productivity and your morale because you're doing the things that you like to do or you're combining what you know how to do with what you like to do and somebody's willing to pay you for that as well as advance you so you can take the knowledge you have and pass it down to others. So it's very important to think of what you would like to do or who you'd like to be because we want to know what problems you would you like to solve for us. The more problems you solve for you, the more that you're in a position to solve it for somebody else and help them to solve their problem. You may hear the music because our time is up. It's Frank Sinatra singing my way. But I'd like to know all the things that you like doing, enjoy doing, and that you have been doing. You literally have been doing it your way. I'm just trying to give you tips on ways how you could turn that into enjoyable jobs for you. And that's all I wanted you to know. Stay tuned for the next show, Mr. Robbie the Shark coming up. And thank you. And we're out of here. It was my.